Welcome to the Movie Ticket Radio Podcast. Yes, that's our official name, and thank you for joining. I am your host, J.R. Russ, with... Your friendly co-host, John Records Landecker. Yes, career broadcasters, and he's Mr. Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, we have the Movie Ticket Radio radio station that you can go to at movieticketradio.com and hear the hits you hear in movies. And this here is a podcast where we're talking about the movies, and we're actually playing a few clips of music. Not the biggest hits, because you know what they sound like, but ones that are more obscure, which... Our legal department tells us we can do under the fair use doctrine, which means that we're kind of instructing or teaching about these songs. So you're learning about them perhaps for the first time. So enjoy those musical interludes as we talk about the songs you hear in movies. And John, what are we talking about today? Well, as you so succinctly put it, JR, we are going to be discussing the soundtracks from the Hangover Trilogy. <laughs> I I think we've coined a phrase here. Uh, By the way, the first Hangover in 2009, Hangover in 2, Hangover 2 in 2011, Hangover 3 in 2013, and the IMDb Internet Movie Database rating for Hangover, the first Hangover was a 7.7. For number two, it was a 6.4. And number three, it was a 5.8. But we're going to do the songs anyway. <laughs> yeah, it just, uh, the, was that the law of diminishing returns, I think they call that? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I eventually, I don't think you can get, what is it, you can't squeeze water out of a rock or something by the time you get down to the third installment of a of a movie franchise called The Hangover. Yeah. Um, there's only so many ways you can go, and obviously they were hoping still to go to the box office, which they probably did. The first one, a classic, very funny, very unique. Yeah. And then they just tried to milk the same scenario. I yeah. think that was the big problem. I mean, they're at fa- Fast and Furious 9, so I guess that some <laughs> some of it works, but I don't think there were enough car chases in this movie. So, No, I don't think so. Well, let's start out with uh, song number one, which I would think would be the Elvis Presley song, It's Now or Never, but I don't think so. Well, I believe it might be, because it says here, courtesy of uh, Gracia Land Records, G-R-A-C-I-A-S-L-A-N-D. Gracias Land, like Graceland, maybe. Possibly. It's now or never. Aaron Schroeder, the writer, Wally Gold, Edward DeCoupa. Oh, and it was sung by a Hispanic guy, Elvez, which I'm sure is a takeoff on Elvis. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow, that I guess you were right. That was Elvis's song. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Okay, now here's a song that we know was a song, uh, Take It Off, done by the Donnas. Oh, yes. One of the great uh, all-female bands, the Donnas. But written by guys and women. Well, I don't know. Brett? Brett could be a woman. I don't all know. of them could be. I shouldn't you know, Brett, there. Maya, Allison, and Tori. Those are all names. Uh, you know, we're getting ourselves into a lot of deep water here right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, we, yeah, we really are. <laughs> well, we're trying. We're trying, folks. I know. Hang with us. We're going to get to the hits. I'll tell you what. Let's go up to a fun one. Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men. Everybody knows that one. Woof, 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 woof. Indeed. 
Anselm Douglas, the writer, and uh, courtesy of Virgin Records, I might add. And so that kind of got the, the beat of the movie going with a, a lot of, it's a party song. Yes. Who let the dogs out? I think they're still looking. <laughs> uh, Rihanna song, also in the movie, Live Your Life. Dan Ballon, Makiba Riddick, and Just Blaze. That's a Justin Justin Smith, but he likes to go by Just Blaze. Performed by T.I. featuring Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think Rihanna's career was just blossoming at that point. Right. We're talking 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, which is the next song. Written by so many people and then performed by Usher, featuring Ludacris and Lil John. And then it's got all these courtesies of an arrangement by and Ludacris courtesy. Right. Yeah, it's like, yeah, nah, that's yeah. Okay. yeah. Just say yeah. 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 Oh, wait a minute, John. I've got cramps. Oh, it's, oh, fever. <laughs> it's, I've got fever and the cramps because the song Fever was done by the cramps <laughs> for a moment there you got me at that op- old man syndrome lower back i'll bet uh-huh. <laughs> leg um uh, eddie cooley and otis blackwell you know i'm gonna check this let's let's take a, a second here and see if this is the peggy lee hit from the 50s Well, there you go. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Now, this is known as a classic song. Wedding bills are breaking up that old gang of mine. Yes. Gene Vincent hit with his blue caps. Indeed. Uh, That a very popular song from, I think, the 30s or 40s. Sammy Fain, Irving Cahal, Cahal, and William Raskin, the writers there. Jane Vincent with had a big hit, of course, with Bebabalula, right? She's my baby. Right. That's right. Which is not which is not in this soundtrack, but I just thought I'd throw that in there to prove that I know something. Yes, and that's kind of what we want to do because otherwise we're just reading a list of names. We, you know, we have to try to put some kind of personal experience or knowledge into this, or why bother, folks? Exactly. Well, now take a look at this next one. That's a big hit. Huge hit. Huge, gigantic, in the air tonight, Phil Collins. Written by Phil Collins. Yeah. Performed by Phil Collins. Yes. I saw Phil Collins in a concert after he had left Genesis, and there is, uh, to people outside of the Chicago area may not know the name Larry Lujak. Ah. He had a book called Super Jock. Yes. And that's what he went by on the air. And he was kind of a sarcastic guy. He was like one of the first really sarcastic disc jockeys. And in his book, he had one chapter called, I Hate Drum Solos. (laughs) 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 And this is one of those songs, because when I saw Phil Collins, he did like a 20-minute drum solo. And that place emptied out, and the the concession stands and the restrooms were full. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, okay, we know you play drums, Phil, but 20 minutes back off a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, the drummers in rock bands usually didn't get much play other than, you know, what they were supposed to do in the original recordings. But the, you know, in live performances, 
the lead guitar goes off, you know, maybe the keyboards get to do something. So I think they probably said, okay, go. Drummer time. Well, and he was doing his own thing. It was Phil Collins. It was not Genesis saying, okay, Phil, go ahead and have your moment. He was just like, hey, check out what I can do. (laughs) Yeah, okay, 20 minutes of that. Fine. Um, Not a big song by Bill Withers uh, heard in this movie, but it was uh, kind of a, a neat song as Bill Withers sang about Grandma's Hands. Yeah, it's a very touching tune. That, uh, she, you know, she held him and yep. stroked his hair and made his food. Well, a, and A song that I don't think you would normally associate with a hangover. No, you really wouldn't, but Yet, it was here in it there. Is. Yep, there it hangover is. Hangover One soundtrack, yep. Now, this one, you would think, Rhythm and Booze? By Buck Owens? Absolutely. Country, country song, but done by Treat Her Right. Well, that song... Totally appropriate for the hangover. Yeah. Rhythm and booze. Yeah. And Joker and the Thief. I'm not familiar with that one, but I love the performing artist Wolf Mother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Chris Ross, Andrew Stockdale, Miles Heskett writer there. And then the next song was very big in Rain Man. Uh, I call, I call. When they go to the casino and Tom Cruise is using Dustin Hoffman who is autistic, but um, um, remarkable with remembering numbers and especially cards. And they go to count cards at the casino. And oh, so right. they did kind of a takeoff when they were in uh, Las Vegas with Ico Ico as a couple of the people, including J- uh, Zach Galifianakis, come down the escalator and they're playing the Ico Ico music by the Bell Stars. Big song in the 60s, was it? Yes, early 60s, I believe. Uh, written by the Hawkins twins, I guess, Rosalie and Barbara Ann. Bah, bah, bah. I believe I believe they also performed as the Iquettes. I'm not sure, but I'd have to go back and check. As related to Ike and Tina Turner, you mean? No, or- as related to the Bell Stars. Okay. And Joan Marie Johnson, also uh, part of the Bell Star. Right. So they co-wrote that, I guess. Yeah. And not a hit song, but just sung by uh, Zach Galifianakis. The th- we're three best friends. Well, he actually wrote that song, too. So when he sings that song, it's something that Zach wrote. Well, three best friends, and he's also between two ferns. So <laughs> yes. it, goes hand, it, it goes hand in hand, I guess. It does. Yeah. Then there's a song called Right Round that Flo Rida performed. Uh, interesting that it also has uh, Bruno Mars, among others, in there. Uh, a lot of writers and producers and credits. And, you know, once you get over three or maybe four, if there's four members in the group, I, I think you've hit your limit here. So I'm sorry, Right Round guys. You'll have to look, <laughs> folks, you'll have to look that one up. <laughs> you're just, you're infringing on our time just too much. And the only other one in there is the bridal chorus, because they got back in time for the wedding, uh, written by Richard Wagner. But they didn't have a performance there. But there you have it. That's the hangover. Yay. Only two parts of the trilogy left. Boy, and I can't wait for these, because we got more big hits here, like Bad Man's World. 
performed by <laughs> Jerry Lewis. Oh, wait, oh no, wait. No, 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 no. no. Jenny, Jenny Jen- Lewis. Okay, so something no one's ever heard of. So we're going to put a little clip of this in here because if this is coming up first and it's not alphabetical, it's got to be an important song in the movie. So let's hear that. It's Okay. That's a bad man's world, all right. It was. Let's like going into Black Hell, which is the next song performed yes. by Danzig. Mm-hmm. Written and produced by Glenn Danzig. So he's kind of instead of going by his first name like Cher, he's going by his last name Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard this Billy Joel song, "The Down Easter Alexa"? I don't. The Down Easter Alexa. Written and performed by Billy Joel. You know, I could go in the next room and go, Alexa, play the Down Easter. Ooh, I don't have that, but wait a minute. Okay, Google, play Alexa by Billy Joel. Okay, Google, volume nine. <laughs> well, I'm on the Down Easter, Alexa. Ah. All right, thank you. Okay, Google, thank you. You know, we should do that with every song we don't know. Yeah. Think of the amount of time yeah. that'll save. Exactly. <laughs> and we don't care how good the quality is. Of course not. And I just moved the speaker closer to me over here, so that's actually a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, so, it. it's so cheesy. Exactly. That's what this whole thing is, is just cheese. That's us. Okay, so let's pretend, but not the song by the Raspberries, a song performed by Ken Pepolowski, a good uh, one of my Polish brethren, written by... Go ahead and ask Google. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Google, play pretend (laughs) by Ken Pepolowski. Can we pretend featuring Cash Cash, official lyric video by Pink Shore? Playing oh, on YouTube music. Okay, Google, stop. No, it just, that's one of the things. Wrong, that, Google. <laughs> Wrong. Okay, Google. Bad Google. <laughs> Bad Google. I am still learning. What should we pick? <laughs> this is the greatest bit ever. <laughs> you may have to bring one of these into the studio. <laughs> oh, this is hysterical. <laughs> oh, God. Where are we in this now? Uh, pretend. Pretend by... Okay, so we're, Google didn't play the right one, so... Should I send it? No. 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 <laughs> no oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Okay, where are we now? Are we at Monster? C. Okay, now... All right, so this is Jay-Z, right? Yeah. So ask Google for Monster by Jay-Z. Okay, Google, play Monster by Jay-Z. Monster by Kanye West, sure. Oh, Jay-Z appears on this. Ah, okay. But first, this word from Google's sponsor. Absolutely. All right, boy, does that sound great. Okay, Google, stop. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> here's a Nick Lowe song. He did a Cruel to Be Kind. Oh, yeah. But this one's called... The Beast in Me by, and sung by Johnny Cash. Ooh. Great tune. Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, Bangkok Days. Written and performed by Emmer Islay. And it also says here, written by Captain Somnek Song Arun, performed by Tai Tid Too. <laughs> Courtesy of Sticky <laughs> Rice Music Company Limited. Oh, man. Oh, this is too good. Uh, you know, these, this uh, <laughs> podcast, <clears throat> I think from now on, is going to get a whole hell of a lot of attraction because this is going to be one of the most entertaining things ever done. Uh, well, maybe not to the public, but we love it. <laughs> oh, remember, that, remember that song, One Night in Bangkok? Yeah. That was a good tune. I believe that's in here. Really? Yes. Uh, but... <laughs> It's down uh, a ways down our list, performed by Mike Tyson. Right. No wonder I don't remember it. Yep. And just mentioned that that song was written by part of ABBA. Huh. Benny Anderson and Bjorn Uvula and and Tim Rice. Tim Rice. No kidding. Yeah. Well-known composer. I love that song. It It was a very cheesy song, but I like it. Bangkok, Oriental City. <laughs> so where are we, Jr.? Uh, we got a Howlin' Wolf song. Oh, Smokestack Lightning. Yeah, that song's been covered by like a lot of people over yeah. the years. Rock bands and written yeah. by Chester Burnett, yeah. <laughs> which is Howlin' Wolf's real name, I believe. Right, but. Much better to be Howlin' Wolf than Chester Burnett, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, much, just in the just show business sense. Cooler. Yeah. Now look at this. Okay, now look at this next one. Godai Gan, performed by the Buddhist monks at services in Kyoto, Japan. Ask Google to play that. Oh. Okay, Google, play Godai Gan. Playing Godai Gan on YouTube. We'll probably get sued by YouTube. <laughs> Come on. That kid. Wait a minute. No. Now that kid. Those aren't Buddhist. Those aren't Buddhist monks. Okay, Google, stop. That. Okay, Google, stop. <laughs> Those are Buddhist monks. Young Buddhist monks. Very. <laughs> very hip Buddhist monks. Let's be some very teenage Buddhist monks. <laughs> uh, it had, it's, I was trying to read the art. I, this is one that has a screen, and I was trying mm. to read what the art was, and it just it was some drawing, and I couldn't even <laughs> make out what it was. It had a bunch of people hanging around, and it was cartoonish looking. I, I don't know what that was. <laughs> So right now, the monks at their service in Kyoto, Japan, are not pleased. Right. With Google, at least. I'm a B. I'm a B. Oh, by uh, uh, the Black Keys. Black Eyed Peas. The Black Eyed Peas, rather. Not the Black Keys. The Black Eyed Peas. Yes. And 
I'm not sure if that's I'm gonna be this, I, like I'm gonna be something, or maybe uh, like on the Saturday Night Live skit of many years ago when everybody dressed in bee costumes, I'm a bee. I don't believe that's true for this song, no. Probably, you're most likely correct. Yeah. But all the members of that wrote it. Again, so many names to mention that you've just overdone it. If it takes that many people to work on that song, then there must have been 150 people that worked on Hey Jude. Because <laughs> it was a much bigger hit than I'm a bee. I don't think there's a correlation between the amount of people writing a song and whether or not it's a hit or not, though, JR. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, all right. Yeah. But, yeah, that would be a, a really good formula for doing and you just put an ad <laughs> in the paper and just get as many writers as you can and go for the guinness record and you got a hit you know i bet there is a guinness category for that i'll bet there is because there seems to be one for everything yep sofi needs a ladder well let's get him one dead mouse five <laughs> uh-huh. okay google <laughs> play sofi needs a ladder Sophie Needs a Ladder by Dead Mouse. Sure. No, it Playing knows on it. YouTube Ooh. Music. Dead Mouse it's, 5. Yeah, Sophie Needs a Ladder. But spelled S O F I like the lending organization. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on it. Hang on. He's well, thinking. He's thinking. The screen says it. He's thinking. <laughs> I think. He's pulling the record out of the jacket. Oh, he's putting the 40. Putting the 45 on the turntable and queuing it up. Putting the needle over on it. Come on, you can do it. Okay, that's it. It's either the song or it's just stuck. Yeah, but with somebody like Deadmau5, you don't know. Yeah, Deadmau5. Yeah. Oh, it's slowing uh, down. It... Yeah, wait. That's here we go. Oh no! Yeah. Okay, wow. Google, stop. Thank you. Okay, Google, stop. You know, it's like Google is our house band. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love uh, it. Yeah. Well, John, there are so many songs in the Hangover trilogy that I. <laughs> <laughs> the trilogy. Yeah, I don't think it's, has it ever been referred to as I, the I, I Hangover trilogy. I don't think so. I think I've coined a phrase. Indeed. And I, I think that we need to continue this in yet another episode of the Movie Ticket Radio podcast. It just is too many songs. So uh, we're going to pick it up with where we left off, which is right now. And we will catch you next time around. And, uh, of course, you can send us suggestions if you want to at movieticketradio at gmail.com. Or we invite you to listen to the music. All of the songs that you hear, well, some of them at least, on movieticketradio.com. I can't find every song in the world, but we're working on it. See you later. Movie Ticket Radio.